Look, I know how this goes, take it fast and slow Fucking leave, sneaky links up on the lower Shotting more, I plant the seed You could watch it grow when I could touch it So now what you need, put that ball up in my car I give and go for next with ease What's going on, y'all? I'm AC And you are now in tuned with Johnny Bills Hey, what's good, y'all? Y'all already know who it is, your boy Billsy In the building with AC the God What's good? What's good? What's good? Yo, um, so you dropped this. We're gonna we're gonna just get straight to it. You Let's dropped no a, you dropped a smash. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no funny shit like that song gonna be gonna be is and you sent this to me previous to the to the drop, and I knew it was Yeah, you, you know, I had smash. to give you the exclusive. You right. already know, bro. <laughs> so so that came out March 10th, right? Uh yeah, the ninth, the ninth. The ninth, March ninth. Yes, sir. Okay. And just tell me about what brought you to to making this song and, and this is the f- well, your first song you came out with it. Yeah, this is like my first official single. Like everything else that I've been doing prior to now has been like, you know, SoundCloud or you know, YouTube or you know, more on a basic level, you know what I'm saying? Like right. not mass, not like massly distributed like this one was through all platforms and stuff. But uh yeah, man, like it was just a vibe. Like I've been going to this studio called So Amazing Studios in, in Jersey. Uh they worked a lot with like Fetty Wap, they worked with like uh French, Chris Brown. So I kind of tap into studios that at least have really good credibility because I can I kind of know what to expect when I get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I I expect professional, you know, you know what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like luckily they come equipped with like in-house producers. And so I booked mm-hmm. a uh what's called a creative session where the uh the producer actually makes the beat on the spot for you. And then you know I kind of just got to writing and it was crazy because during that whole John, he's putting the vibe together, and then he's like, "Yo, hold on, I'm I'm gonna go get an electric guitar. I'll be right back." No and way. He comes back. Yeah, he comes back in the room. This Asian kid, Cheney Slickback. Shout out Cheney, bro. He comes mm-hmm. back into the room, and he's like, no way. "I was like, yo, and just nice on it." Yeah, yo, bro, he's real nice. Like no funny shit. Like that's like his specialty is making the beats, and he also recorded me and was my engineer. Wow. So yeah, so based on your feedback on it, like. Like I said, bro, he nice at what he does. You know what I'm saying? And we work really well together. You know what I mean? I think I'm kind of in his playing field because I'm more, you know, vocally, I do more melodies and stuff. So like, I know that's like in his, you know, in his playhouse, you know what I'm saying? So me working with him there definitely makes it easy. We work very fluidly. So yeah, man, shout out Cheney, man. Like he, he definitely, he definitely takes my ideas and and brings them to life for sure. Enhances it, and and what yeah. you said with um, you said my feedback. What what he's basically saying is, I hit him up. I think yesterday or the day before, and I'm like, bro, whoever mixed and mastered this shit was crazy. And he said, bro, this shit ain't even mastered. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's, bro, that good. Like, yeah, bro, that's probably like two sessions of just mixing. Like we recorded it. Uh, I think when I originally sent it to you, that was like um. That was probably like the first session of just mixing. And then when I went back to do a second session of mixing and getting the clean version and like the radio edit, um, that's the version that you hear now, like the one that's out. That was just like second level mixing. Um, but yeah, bro, I was bumping it for a long time and I was really contemplating it. Cause you know, like, like I said, quality is a really big thing for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, um if it's one thing i like is quality music like i like being able to hear the vocals i like being able to hear clear diction and clear you know words and stuff like that so yeah so for me it's really important so i bumped it like you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times just like yo this this is sounding good like i don't think i need to take this any further you know what i mean and and i like what you did with with the song for about a month or a month and a half you were playing, you were playing the shit out of the song to where it was stuck in my head already for when it dropped. I was already, I already knew the words. So I was already rocking <laughs> with it. And then the whole rest of the song, just to listen to it, like, I like the promotion that it was subtle promotion, but yeah, it was you enough know. that, like, if people are watching your stories, because you don't put it on your page, you keep it discreet in the story and you yeah. just go on with it and it gets stuck in people's heads. So when it comes out, it's like, that been my shit for like a month now. Now I get to hear the yeah, whole Yeah, just playing the seed, you feel yeah. me? Just playing the seed. So, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I've been working on my craft a lot. So, like, you know, I definitely really appreciate it. Like, uh, yeah. that definitely is, like, 
you know, it's motivating. It's what keeps me going. You know what I mean? Like that's what keeps me in love with the craft. You know what I'm saying? Like how important, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, go ahead. how important is promotion and marketing to you in, in, in today's era? So right now, I think it's essential. You know what I mean? Like when I was younger and I was doing the music, like for me, like it was just, it was like, it wasn't marketing as much as it was like, oh, I just want to get mad views and likes and clout, if you will. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, now that I'm like in a much clearer headspace and like, you know, in a much more like mature headspace, like I'm looking at it more as a business now, you know what I'm saying? And essentially just like any business marketing and you know promotion is essential you know what i'm saying utilizing your outlets and gaining resources and and generating a big enough network to where your product or yourself or your music uh can just reach the heights that you want it to reach you know what i'm saying so it's important it's 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 essential to anybody who's doing music um actually just saw a statistic today that said um spotify releases sixty thousand songs a day Mm, so a day day. so around the world so around the world imagine sixty thousand people are dropping a song that day Mm -hmm. how are you supposed to beat everybody without marketing and and you have to take into consideration that out of those sixty thousand, probably like five percent of them are already people who have marketing and or big names or you know stuff like that so Mm -hmm. yeah bro when you're competing in that kind of market yeah you you have to you need marketing you know what i'm saying yeah, and it's and and today's where I feel like it's it's more like tricky with it. Like I feel like you have to do more. Like before you can you can um just pay for it, get it out, but people want to see you, people want to see the artist doing it, like how people do them TikToks and all that stuff. Like people want to see you more now. Yeah, and like and essentially, like you know what it is, it's it's because of social media, um, you know the fans and everybody want to be more involved. They want to see, um, they want to see all the, you know, all the glam and the glitter, you know what I'm saying? They want to see the process. They want to know who this artist is that they're investing into. That's how you generate real fans. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll see a lot of these famous people, like they're always, their day to day is on their story. Like you can follow like Kevin Hart, Snapchat and see him going to the gym and going to do this. Right. Da, 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 da. So yep. like you see all of that on just that platform. Then if you go to like Instagram, you'll see a lot of like his advertisements for like, you know, uh, his clothing and stuff like that or whatever the the fitness stuff that he does, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yep. so that's the kind of stuff is like, you know what I mean? You need that kind of coverage, you know what I'm saying? To create uh permanent fans fans that are are truly invested in you because they feel like they thoroughly know you you know what i'm saying and it's like that's how you know and that's how the business works you know what i'm saying people need to be invested into you you know what i mean or they're not gonna copy your merch they're not gonna pre-order your songs they're not gonna go to your shows they're gonna give you a listen and you know move on probably right and do you feel like that's more of an advantage to the artist that we have that access to direct direct to consumer or do you feel like back in the day it was easier because there wasn't as much people doing it now everybody has access to it do you think it's easier I, now than it was then i think there's pros and cons to both you know what i mean i think in today's time yes there's access but you know everything comes with a cost you of feel course. me i yep. feel like i feel like even though there's access there's just artists who don't have the funds Yep. Like you could be the greatest art, you could be the dopest lyricist. And it's like, if you don't have funds for marketing, you know, the next, the next person who does is going to beat you there. You feel yep. me? They're going to get, they're going to win that race 10 out of 10 times versus back in the day, you know, if you knew enough people and you you could send demos, like I remember when that was a thing, like you could send demos to record labels yep. and they yep. would actually listen to you. Mm-hmm. Now they don't care. Now it's like, you tell a record label who you are and the first thing they're going to check is, all right, what's this kid's following? What's his engagement? Like they don't even care really about them. They're not, they're not even going to listen to the music until they see that you're relevant enough to, to be beneficial or to create um, traction. You know what I'm saying? So that's really what it is. I think there's pros and cons, there's trade-offs, but like I said, marketing is essential in today's time. Like I don't think, I don't think, today i don't think in today's time you're gonna just put out some hot shit and 
Right. You know I mean, that that just is not that's not realistic anymore. I don't think a lot of people bank on that. A lot of people bank on that being if everybody wants to be an artist because they feel like, oh, I could just make this song and it pops. Like explain yeah, to people the work that you have to really put in. Yeah. And that's the thing that and that's another facade of social media. You feel me? Like social media only shows you the results. Yep only shows you the results they yep. show you the chains they show you the whips they show you the bad biddies throwing mm-hmm. it back and they yep. making it rain on them they don't <laughs> show you none of the process they don't show you the sleepless nights in the studio they don't show you the writer's block they don't show you the uh the you know the self-conscious things that ha- that happen to artists because of wanting to be trendy and keep yep. up with the times you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like they don't show you any of that like they don't show you the times where you just are like on the verge of giving up they don't show you what happens when you're taking time off or show you the priorities that you have to take care of in order to make this happen you know what i'm saying we show you what you want to enjoy seeing you know what i'm saying and right. and that's what i think it is for people where they get that idea where they're like oh we could just throw a song out there and it's going to blow up because that's what it seems like happens. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the case. Like there's artists who've been working for years on end and then they finally get their break because they're finally paying for marketing or investing or getting what they need to get done. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, bro, it's a lot of work. And that's even not even artists too. That's anybody, any entertainers, because I was, you know, the, um, there's this guy on Instagram named Drewski. I don't know if you know him. Uh, uh, DJ, uh, DJ Drewski? No, no, not Drewski. Not him. There's this funny dude, Drewski. Okay. And he does like imitations of people. He acts like okay. a fat dude and stuff like that. People always ask him, like, how did you blow up quick? And he was like, I didn't blow up quick. I've been doing this for 10 years. People just finally caught on. Yeah, stuff People don't see that 10 years of hard work. You can. It takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And that's what people don't understand. So it's the work. And and you actually, when I was listening to your your new single, um, Gonna Be, that song I was listening to on um Apple Music. And then the next song that came after was a song that you had back in 2013. Yeah, with uh J Capital P. Yeah, and I was like, oh and you hear the growth, like the growth is crazy. Oh my god, bro, it's insane. Like the difference, like even if y'all go to my SoundCloud and like on my SoundCloud, you'll see song. You'll see the song I did with Tory Lanez is on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, you I did song with Tory Lanez. I, I did that when I was eighteen, bro. Like right. I, I was, I had linked up with like King Los. I did a track with King Los. Uh, I did a track with Tory Lanez. But I did that right all before they blew up. Like if I right. like at the time, like I no cap. At the time when I got the track from Tory Lanez, it cost me fifteen hundred dollars, bro. Like, wow. could you imagine? Like, could you imagine what it's gonna cost today for somebody it's to like get a track from Tory? Like fifty right bands, bro. And <laughs> then that's ridiculous. like under that's like under the table, no contract. Like, that's just like you catch him at the studio Man. and you just happen to have it on you. He's like, yeah, I'll do it real quick. And that's what. Hold on, hold on. Just, now let's talk about that. How did? Well, hold on. First, I'm gonna ask you, how long have you been doing music? Okay, so. I started taking music like super serious probably when I was like 15. So we're probably going on like 12 years now. Mm. Like suit like and I mean like the first time I recorded. Now like was the setup official? Nah, bro. I had like <laughs> a USB mic. I think I had two people holding up pillows as my sound booth. And that's how it started. Uh, in my in my boy's attic. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, and I think we had a uh we used we used like some I think it was BitTorrent and uh we mm. ripped like I think we ripped uh Fruity Loops, maybe it was at the time. Yeah, bro, it was, Fruity Loops. Yeah. yeah, like this is like That's the grind. OG, yeah, OG classic. <laughs> like I'm not paying for none of this applications, yep. ripping them all. Yep, like you know, just just the, the grind, the startup from the bottom, you know what I'm saying? So that was 15 That's years. where it started. So that was 15 years old. Yep. And then three years later, you get to a point where you come across Tory Lanes. So I didn't come across story. So, all right. So I would say by like 16, 16, 17 at this time, I'm already going to like official, like I'm already like recording in Philly. I'm okay. recording at the back. I'm recording at the back cave studios where okay. like you'll walk Meek in and see, uh, yeah, Meek Mill, Gilly the kid. I met Gilly personally. Like okay. he, 
uh, he actually laughed because when I first told him I was Dominican, he said, no way, bro, you way too light skinned for that. And I was like, you ain't Dominican. And I was like, bro, I swear I'm 100%. He was like, that's crazy. So he was like jamming out to uh, mm-hmm. one of my songs. He showed up like early for his studio session when I was just finishing up. But uh, yeah, so I was recording there and then I planned this trip to Cali because um, I was um, I was on a coast to coast mixtape um i don't know if you know like those mixtape promotions where like artists are like you know they uh they sponsor a mixtape or they're hosting it yeah and uh so they're hosting the mixtape and then it's mixed down by a coast-to-coast dj and Mm. so the coast-to-coast dj his name is dj goonie shout out goonie bro he held it down when i went to cali because we linked up and i specifically planned my trip to go meet him and he got me like plugged into like radio stations like i had my first radio interview out there he was Uh, getting us in the he was getting us into clubs, even though I was like underage. He was like, "Yo, just make sure you got forty dollars when you get to the door." You heard? I was like, "I say no more." Like, <laughs> where you got to pay that cool. extra twenty to get yeah, in when you're underage? Yeah, like he was, he was uh-huh. mad cool. Like yep. that was my man's boy. Like he held it down. So while we was out in Cali, um, this whole time, like uh, I was working with, um, like I had tapped in with a couple people at a studio in Cali where it was like. It looked like a giant apartment complex, but imagine every apartment was a studio. Wow. Um, Yeah, bro, it was insane. So, like, I met this dude, Mickey Monday. He was so dope. When I met him, I met, uh, through him, I met somebody named Robert Norman. Now, Robert Norman, a lot of people don't know, but, like, Robert Norman has, like, features uh, for ghostwriting on, like, Chris Brown's recent album, Indigo. Hmm. Robert Norman wrote for that. And, like, Robert Norman's also on this song. Uh, with Tory Lanez called Cloud Surfing. So mm-hmm. first he originally, he did the hook. I laid the verses. And then as soon as I heard it at this time, I was a big fan of Tory, but he hadn't blown up yet. Like Tory was just spitting. Like he was just a rapper. Right. Tory had not, he wasn't doing melodies. This was before Chicks Tape. Like yeah. this was before all that. Like he was just spitting. At the time, actually, uh, he had just did the um, Hot New Hip Hop Cypher with, mm-hmm. it was DJ Ill Will, Kid Ink, uh meek mill king los and tory lanes were all on it um so after i got the song with robert norman i left the verse in the middle blank and i told my boy tyler uh my boy tyler rose shout out my man tyler rose uh at the time he was like my manager like my roadie like that was Mm -hmm. like my guy he was kind of connecting dots if i needed him to contact people he was contacting people he got a hold of tory lanes manager i was like i want tory on his song I want Tori on his song. So he gets all to Tori's manager. Uh, this is already post working with King Lowe's. Like I already worked with King Lowe's. He was mm. on my, the mixtape that I dropped right before this. You was making that songs was, with spit. Those are spitters. Like, yeah, Lord. bro. I'm a huge fan of lyricists. Like, yeah, I, yo, I'm, I'm, I, I resonate with real lyricists. You feel right. me? Like I, bars. I love bars. I love, mm-hmm. you know, double entendres, triple entendres. Like right. I love wordplay to me. That's like, that's from me getting raised by 80s babies though you feel me like just when hit when hip-hop was not about the beat it was the beat was there to kind of create the tempo and the lyricism is what really took over you feel me so that's kind of the hip-hop i grew up on but yeah so my boy got a hold of tory lane's manager we talked to tory at first tory was trying to hit me with like a 2500 price Mm. um and then we was like, yo, can we send you the song? Like, if you don't fuck with the song, like, we don't want you to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's one thing for me as an artist, like, I think integrity is super important. You feel me? So it's like, I'm not going to hop on some shit I don't fuck with, bro. Like, right. genuinely, like, you could pay me whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it for the dollar. Like, I would rather fuck with it because I actually enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Also, so we sent him- name on something that's terrible. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? So... We sent him the song and then we, you know, we had name dropped King Los because we know how they, they had just worked together. So we we're like, mm-hmm. hey, I work, I, I just work with King Los too. And we're like, oh shit, you just did it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can send you the link and shit if you want. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And then they ended up dropping the price to 1500 because Tori ended up, Tori ended up liking the song. Wow. Um, yeah. He's like, yo, I actually fuck with this song. Boom. I'll drop a verse on it. Say no more. And then bro, like three, four hours later. And then it's crazy. This conversation I had with Tori, like, bro, he was like, yo, bro, you're mad. Nice. Like, uh, when you make millions, don't forget about me. And mind you, that's what I'm he's a, he, bro. Yes. And mind <laughs> you, I feel on my son, bro, on my son, I put this on my son. And then mind you, I was a huge fan of Tori at the time. So I'm like, right. Nigga, when you make millions, don't forget about me. Right. Then, then uh, uh you know like 
bro, later on, after after I had the song done, I'm like, yo, I'm going to hold this so that I can release it. I'm going to wait until Tori gets big. And then Tori went through a bunch of management changes. He right. he wasn't signed to Sean Kingston anymore and then got yep. signed to this label and then wasn't signed anymore and then went independent. So through all that trail of that, losing contact with him is what basically occurred. And then that song became a dud. Like, I'm going to resurface that. I'm going to screen record your SoundCloud playing that. And we're going to resurface this in the middle of this uh, interview for like a yeah. second clip. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, it's fire. Like, yo, it's a dope song. It was when Tori used to like really rap and he used to call himself Fargo. Fargo? Uh, yeah, he used to call himself Fargo or Argentina. One of the two. Mm-hmm. To, those were like his two nicknames back in the day when he was like, wow. more rapping. And so you'll hear him say that uh, when he intro- when he like intros himself. And it was funny because I actually mixed his vocals for that song. For real? Like, me, and, me and my boy Tyler, we actually mixed that wow. at his crib. At his crib. Uh, when we got him back, we put all like the stutter effects in his vocals and all this stuff. So, so you have like, Tori Lane's vocals. Yes. Somewhere yeah, in the Lane's vocals. Yep. Somewhere just <laughs> sitting on my boy's iMac or like that is crazy. old ass like 2013 iMac, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah so. I, mean, I remember when um I think it was about 2014, 2015, I think, if I'm not wrong, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you were hitting it heavy, like quality videos, everything from you is quality. I don't ever see anything that's like, oh, this dude's just fucking he's just he's just a rapper. Like you don't look like just a rapper, like you make sure your image is tight every time. You make sure yeah, the yeah. fit is always on point, the image is always there. I don't know if you're a sneakerhead, but you always got the fly kicks on. Yeah, Yo, you know me, bro. I'm a, Jordan, <laughs> I'm a Jordan one fiend. Like I've been on a Jordan one kick lately. Like I've been trying to grab every pair, but that sneakers app is that's I need to buy I just need to buy a bot. I need to buy a bot. I'm done playing these games. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not you games. never do anything low budget, and that's what I respect about about your whole career like you make sure it always looks good a lot of people just put it out to be heard yeah and and that's because you know i was um i was blessed um with you know some really dope resources when i was getting into the music game like um when i was young like i was really blessed like for my music videos i was real blessed to know jack nine films you feel Mm -hmm. me like i knew josh like i used to go to his crib when he let when he lived in a town you feel me like that was like big bro right so like he knew my sister and like that connection was made and every video I had ever shot was only with Jack nine. So like, yep. my, my perception of what quality is supposed to be like, like I was spoiled basically, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, so that's why I try not to do anything less. But the thing is like, like, you weren't spoiled. They seen the talent because nobody's just going to, you know what I'm saying? Just, they would be like, Oh yeah. Like I'll take them. Like you said, you can't accept all money. So he's seen, no, he's seen the talent. Like you had it. It's, you were placed in the right position at the right time. Like, yeah, for sure. And then obviously I had to take a break, like, um, you know, just priorities and shit. You know what I mean? I was put in a weird, I was put in a weird position where like, you know, you just kind of have to choose between getting your shit together or pursuing a career, you know, Mm -hmm. or pursuing this music career, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, at the time it was like, you know, I'm having a kid. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't not get my shit together you know what i'm saying like everything has that's just yeah like that's just not how i move so i was like you know what bet instead of me investing into this music career you know what i'm investing in myself and get myself right because i'm having a kid and you know we ended up opening a uh you know a business uh a cbd business and that's Mm -hmm. been kind of just keeping me in a position to where i need to and now i've been in a much more clear headspace now that i gotta like a lot of my stuff taken care of you know my kids have a roof over their head yeah. Uh, my, my family's taken care of. You know what I'm saying. Me and my shorty got new cars, so we good. You know what I'm saying. Like everything is kind of where it needs to be. So now I don't. My priorities are squared away. So now right. I can focus more on music because of the fact that, you know, I took that time off. But in that time off, I made sure that I was still productive. You know what I'm saying. Learning the business. Uh, you know, learning about distribution. Mm-hmm. You know, observing other artists from my area. You know what I'm saying. Yep. Seeing like you know, oh shit, like, you know, they're doing things over here. Cool. That's dope. Let me, you know I mean, let me tap in. Let me see how, you know, let me support, let me do that. Right. You know what I mean? So and I still try to stay productive through the whole, through the whole break. You know what I'm saying? Through the hiatus, so that's a- people, people would be like, people like what you just said, people won't admit that they do that. Like that's sh- other people you see like, okay, like you don't mimic it. It's like, okay, that is how they got that. Att- that's how they, you know what I'm saying? Grab that. You know what I'm saying? People, let me try to do that, but in my own way. 
like and that's how all of all artists are we inspire each other it's like okay that person did that cool like now i know what not to do what i can do like yeah for sure that you can admit that a lot of people are scared to say that other people inspired them no of course bro i think we live in a world especially today with how what how much we're connected where uh we are all constantly inspiring each other whether we want to admit it or not you yep. know what i'm saying like bro you see somebody wearing a dope ass hat and you're like yo i fuck with that hat and guess what now you start copping hats like that yep. so what you gonna be you gonna be on some hating shit like that nigga didn't just inspire you to cop them hats no you lying bro stop lying to yourself you right know exactly we live in a world we live in a time where like i said you know what i mean we're we're inspired by anything that we enjoy like i think anything that brings you happiness uh Yep. Whether you self manifested that or somebody presented it into your life or, you know, you stumbled across it because somebody else, mm-hmm. I think you should just accept it for what it is. You feel me? Like, right. it's just what it is, bro. People, people inspire you to do cool shit. Like that's, that's it. That's lit. That's lit, bro. Like, you right. know what I'm saying like you literally are telling me yourself that like other people are presenting dope opportunities to you. Like, don't be on some hate and shit and be like, yeah, whatever. I, should, I do it better. Like, right. No, like, that's we're, not, and we're it's not like, doing that, bro. And that's how you lose a relationship. Cause me, I know this. And I see, I mean, I, t- I was talking to you previously and you said you bounce around at different studios. Like, like it's all about relationships. Relationships is cost is like way better to have than money. Like, and to oh, have relationships. Sure. Yeah, and to be open with people like you inspired me, or you don't even gotta tell them, they just see and you respect is mutual. Like that's how you keep good relationships. And I feel like you move in a good way like that. Like you're not somebody that people be like, oh fuck that nigga Johnny Bills. No, I'm always trying to create good karma for myself, bro. Mm-hmm. I really believe in that. Like I believe in I believe in creating good karma. I believe in teamwork makes a dream work. Like that's like one of my go-to catchphrases for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I just believe in, you know, good energy, bro. Positive energy and being surrounded by positive energy creates good things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I saw a post the other day that was like, um, you know, if you surround yourself with five millionaires, you're going to be the sixth one. Yeah. If you surround yourself with five junkies, you're going to be the sixth one. The, yeah. the choice is yours. You feel me? So I try to, I try to surround myself with like-minded individuals who are about pushing things forward and, 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 you know, that don't mind doing this back and forth, you know, yo, we brainstorming, we're tossing ideas back and forth. Yo, I did this. So yo, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I think, like I said, teamwork really does make the dream work. And especially in this kind of industry, um, where it is on a very, who, you know, basis, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it is about who, you know, and, and yeah, it. money, money gets you far. Don't get For me sure. wrong. But like, if nobody fucks with you, like exactly. then your money, your money is as good as nothing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and when you say like, the team, when you said um teamwork makes a dream work, what I be telling my team is when the team works, the dream works. So yeah, big facts. It's, That's just what it is. It we not all we we all play an essential role mm-hmm. in this in this mechanism in this machine that we're building. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So and um that's really honestly it's the beauty of it bro and that's why i work really that's why i try to work uh you know work at different studios create networks like you said because at the end of the day you know what i mean uh tapping in with different people like i say you never know bro it just takes one person to just put you in that right spot where you need to be you know what i'm saying one person to just share you on instagram and that has a million followers and you know, you, guess what? Know. you end up being in the same room as them and they're fucking popping like shit. And they're just a regular person. People don't know like that. These people that got these millions of fun, they're human, just like us. Like, yeah, they are. But they don't because that's because people only see the results. Right. They don't exactly. see the process. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. They just see the glam and the glitter. They don't right. see the depression. They don't see any, nope. any, they don't see the regular human being. They see the machine. They see the business. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Nope. It's like McDonald's. Like they only see the model food that's in nope. the commercials. And then when you get the flat burger and you're like, why, like, what the fuck? Like, why doesn't this look like that juicy double cheeseburger right. I saw with the melty <laughs> cheese? This cheese not even melted yet. Like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? So, all but that's, too. that's because people see the result. People are, people are attracted to the results um that they ignore the process and you know mm-hmm. the things that come with that you know what i mean like i said the things that are just that are the human part the process is the human part for us right that's and the that's, part that makes us the most human and that is that's something that i tell some of my people too is we can be as dope as we want but people you got to worry about what other people perceive you to be like you have to invest into the perception 
And with you, I feel like you do great at that. Like it looks like nothing. I go on your Instagram and it's quality. You look like this is what you do. You yeah, know I mean, I try to take dope pictures. You feel me? Like I said, I did. I did a lot of studying about the business. I know content is important. Like niggas ain't trying to see selfies and like that's right. story shit. Right. Uh, but on like on your posts, you know what I'm saying? You're looking for quality content. Wow. You're looking for mm-hmm. good pictures. You're looking for, you know, brands that people may be interested in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or dope styles, fashion, things like that. You know what I mean? I know people love sneakers. So like I always try to take a real dope picture of sneakers. Yep. If I'm wearing a fresh fit, like I'll try mm-hmm. to take a close up of the kicks. You know what I mean? That's like one thing I try to play towards because you never know. Like, bro, Nike could Jordan one could just come exactly. take my picture and throw it on a billboard. Yeah. And they're like, you know, air, 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 air one, you know, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's well, uh, my one that boy. deal and be like, yeah, air my pin. one boy, that's actually happened to my one boy. Like my one boy, uh, Giza. Uh, well, that's my man's. I fuck with him too. Okay. So that actually happened to him. Um, he took a dope ass picture. First of all, he's a Reebok partner, which is dope. So all yep. this shit be getting posted on Reebok, but he actually did a dope picture with a Crocs on and Crocs took his shit and reposted it. And he was like, Hey, yo, next time you post my shit, shout me out. You heard <laughs> right. like, yeah, like <laughs> right. he, he was like, yo, or mm-hmm. throw me a check or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, give me a holla at your boy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah he, man. So yeah, he's super cool. You know what I mean? Uh, another creative yeah. that I respect and yes. he's super supportive. He loves the song. So you know what I'm saying? I definitely support his grind and shit like that. So I, told him, I was like, your content is like, you got the best content I see on my feed. Fire. <laughs> fire, fire. Fire. I watch his story numerous times. Right. I don't even know because I'm just like, click, click, click. And I'm like, you know what? Swipe back. Oh, right. Shit, like, hold on. That's fire. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like he's got, it's like he's got a photo crew with him 24 seven. Right. what it feels like. Yep. Like, it's what it feels like. But it, that's what create, that's what makes his content so dope because you are so involved. You feel yeah. so you feel right like there. You feel him. like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right there. Like you're in tune. That's important like, these days. Yep. And that's, that's why his, that's why he's doing good, man. That's why he does numbers. You feel and me? I'm gonna, that's why. Bounce, I'm going to bounce around a little bit. So you said you're Dominican. hundred percent, bro. And he's a hundred percent Dominican. hundred percent. I know. I don't got, I mean, I got a Yankee hat on. It's not a classic <laughs> fitted. I I'm not hollering every two minutes. You know what I'm saying? I get mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? But no, I'm Domin- I'm 100 Dominican. My mom is from, uh, she's from a little place called Sabana Iglesia, and then my dad is from the capital. He's from Santo Domingo. That's crazy. You yeah, 100. I know I'm light skin as hell, bro. Yo, it's cool though, cause <laughs> like you know, the, you know, the, I'm low key as shit. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they don't re- they don't really bother me and shit. But I got cousins who are like, like so like like 20 shades darker than me bro right. like you know what i'm saying like they go to the hood and niggas be like hey what up bro and then they like and they're like you know what i'm saying like that because they're mad dark right. you know what I'm saying? so so yeah bro no nah, it's, it's wild um but yeah that's because of my do i speak spanish yeah yeah pretty much like almost almost fluently it's with within certain businesses there's words that just like weren't taught to you like there's certain words that i didn't know and like when i because i also do like insurance and stuff like that mm-hmm. um there was words that I didn't know, like in the insurance industry, because like, you know, that's not something you use on a right, day-to-day no. basis. Like <laughs> as a kid, your mom is not talking to you about insurance. Right, policy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's telling you to like take out the trash and stuff. Right. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of shit you're hearing. Okay. Man, I that's the type of common shit you're hearing. You know what I mean? So you're never hearing shit about like, uh, déjame ver, pero women, tico. Ah, sí, la pago te tu seguro. You know what I mean? You're not, you're, yeah, you're not hearing none of those words <laughs> right. in your youth. So, yeah, like, most of the time I'm pretty fluent, but, like, um, like when it comes to regular combos, yeah, like, I'm pretty good at it. Um, But, like, certain businesses have words that I just, like, give me a minute, let me learn that real quick, or, like, let me Google right. Translate that, and I got you. I'll know how to throw it into my grammar. You know what I'm saying? So did I can you make ever, it work. Did you ever make or think about making a Spanish record? Oh, I think of it all the time, bro. I'm not going to lie. Like, there's times where I just, like, catch myself just rapping in Spanish just because, like, I could put together, like, a couple bars. I could put together, like, a couple bars. But I got to really sit and, um, uh, you know what I think the hardest part for me is, is rhyming words mm. in Spanish. That's my, because it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, an, it's like, when I'm saying it in my mind, like, when I'm translating it in English, it doesn't rhyme at all. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't rhyme at Every Spanish song, none of the choruses, I mean, it it makes, if you say it in English, it don't make no sense. 
No, never, because in Spanish, when you translate saying, it's just kind of like backwards. You know what I'm right, saying? Exactly. Like, you, you don't say I'm 10 years old. You're like, I have 10 years yeah, of life. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like what you say in Spanish. <laughs> right, exactly. But now that'll be dope. There's also a guy out in the area um, named Vasquez Sabido or some Yo, shit. fire. He's fire. Dope. dope. He's fire. Super y'all should fire. get on a y'all should get on a Spanish track together. I'm gonna set it up actually. Yo, fire, <laughs> that man, bro. Yo, I'll hit him with the English vocals. We could do some shit, bro. I'm That'll telling be you. fire. Yeah, he's he's super talented. Uh, that last video I saw of his where he's like falling off the sky or whatever. Yeah, yep. Uh, super dope. Yeah, he's he's definitely talented. Um, yo, there's a few artists out from Maria that is just you know I think yeah. they all have their own lane, which is super dope. Like. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that the artists who are um the artists who are like really doing their thing, they're all unique in their own way. You know right. what I'm saying? Like and that's where um, everybody gotta understand. Everyone has their own way of doing it. And you can't say somebody's whack because they're not doing it how you're doing it. As long yeah. as people are I'd say I tell people all the time, like, yo, sometimes it's just not your cup of tea, but that's why they make so many different types of tea, bro. Like that's just what it is. Like mm-hmm. They don't make one kind of tea. They got lemon, Earl Grey, raspberry. Right. They got a bunch of different types. And exactly. so this one just may not be yours, bro. Right. You like Turkey Hill iced tea? Cool. Like, mm-hmm. that's fire. That's dope. I yep. like this iced tea. You feel me? That's just what it is, bro. Honestly, like, that's like, that's like how I am, really. Like, I don't want to get too much about myself. But what I'm going to say is, like, I could rap, but I, I have hard times making a song. So I'm like, fuck this. I could just engineer. Like, engineering is like, so it's like there's different aspects of the game that you could be a part of like if you love music you don't have to rap you can do other things and yeah you, you could love music and just love like country like you exactly. could just love singing or you know what i mean like it just like i said it's just it's about everybody has that dude that's what makes everybody a, a, an individual that's what makes us individuals that's what makes uh all of that's what makes us who we are that's right. what we like our preference that's just what it is it's preference so you did mention uh, um, you started a CBD store. So entrepreneurship was definitely on your mind when you took off of music for a little bit. You had to get your priorities straight. And you said, I'm going to start a business, a CBD business. Explain yeah, yeah. What, how that started and, and what how that came about. So at the time, it was like just an opportunity that was um, that was like presented to my brother at the time where it was like, uh because we used to work me and my brother we used to actually sell vacuums door to door we used to work for kirby vacuums oh, we used wow. to knock doors yeah, yeah we, we used to knock doors and we used to sell vacuums all the people that we used to work with like our distributors all these people they started all becoming affiliates of what is now today uh the largest brick and mortar retailer of cbd in the united states So they all started becoming affiliates. So naturally, because we knew all those people from Kirby, it trickled down to uh, us. And it was presented to my brother. And my brother kind of brought it all to us and was like, yo, we should get in on this. CBD is becoming real big, especially with medical marijuana and things like that. And I live in Pennsylvania. So it's like medical marijuana, it's it's not legal yet or it's not... um, it's not recreational yet. Right. It's only medicinal, mm-hmm. but to get it medicinally, you got to pay for like a medical card. You got to go, kind of go through loops of fire. Yep. Um, so for me, I was like, all right, cool. Well, I know that like, you know, people are always looking for a natural alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you have to try so hard to get a natural alternative, excuse me, the fact that you have to try so hard to get a natural alternative here in PA to yep. me, doesn't make sense. Like if I was a doctor and you were my patient, I would try to give you something natural first before I decide to do something that's essentially going to cost you some type of side effect or something like that. To me, that's what logically makes sense to, to, you know, the higher ups, it doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? So it's all money. Yeah. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, and and I get it, bro. Don't get me wrong. Like, Hey, business is business. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta make money. I get that. But like I said, that's why I wanted to tap into the CBD store because I was like, yo, if I can be retail because you don't need a prescription to purchase with me, uh, if I could just be retail and make it accessible for people, then that's what I should do. And so, yeah, we opened up about two years ago. It'll be my second year in April. Uh, and yeah, man, it was super dope. You know what I mean? But just like with that business, 
you know, we planned properly with marketing and promotion. You know what I mean? We tapped in with like the chamber of commerce. We had a ribbon cutting ceremony. We had a, I think it was ABC. They filmed us and we were on TV. They, yeah, they filmed that. They interviewed me on TV. Yeah. Like we had all of that lined up. You feel me? To make sure that when we hit, you know, when we hit the ground, we hit the ground running, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. And then ever since then, I've just been kind of running it. I mean, COVID kind of sucked, obviously, like for a lot of businesses. Yeah, I, I, I stayed afloat. Um, You know what I'm saying? I stayed afloat. Granted, I had to, you know, mad employees. I kind of had to dip on them like, yo, like you go collect from a state player. Like I'm shutting down right. the shop right now because I had to shut down for three months because I was considered retail. So. Oh, they didn't do you get the recreation? I mean, um, what is it called? Yeah, I'm not considered essential. I'm oh, considered man. retail. Yeah, because of the fact that my products derive from hemp and they're not medical marijuana. So okay. it was like, okay. yeah. So be- because of that, I wasn't considered essential. Um, but yeah, so we shut down for a little bit. My employees just kind of kept like, you know, I was like, yo, if you get paid more from this pandemic, like, go right. get paid. You know me? Like, <laughs> yeah, like me. I got, I got, I got a mortgage to pay for. So like (laughs) I'm opening store and Uh if your job is available by the time the world goes back to normal, I'll let you know. Right. Meantime, I'm running this. So I'd be at the store every day. Like the only day I got off is Monday. Like, Mm. and on Monday I'm with both of my kids at home. You feel me? So, and if I'm, and if I'm at home, both of my kids, I'm either writing insurance or I'm writing music or I'm scheduling the next few months of releases or studio sessions. So I keep myself busy. You know what I mean? I, I'm always right. keeping myself busy. And that's good. And and with balancing all of that, like running a business and because running, people think just because you have a, people be like, oh, I'm going to leave my nine to five and start a business. And people think like it's, you work twice as uh, you're gonna You're going to leave your nine to five and work 10 to like, work like, oh, <laughs> work like 16 six hours, to, six to 12. Right. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to be working all day because the yep. work doesn't stop. Like, especially when you're running a business, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the day-to-day operation, that's nine to five. Right. And the accounting, the taxes, the back office work, the marketing, the promotion, Mm -hmm. getting more inventory, all that, that's excess work that comes after five o'clock. That's from (laughs) five to 10. And then if you got kids, now you got twice the work because now you got, (laughs) yeah, bro. Like, People yep. don't people, you know what it is? Once again, people only see the results. They exactly. don't see the process. They go, Oh, this entrepreneur made a billion dollars. I'm gonna do it. And then I'm like, Yeah, but he also had a billion dollar idea. What you got going exactly. on? You know what I'm saying? I, like where that there was um 2020 was um like since the pandemic started to now has been the most failed LLCs. Because everybody was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm going just, to just start a business. I oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's because everybody, <laughs> when the first stimmy hit, everybody was like, yep. don't be small with your stimmy. Go get an right. LLC. Go get an LLC. <laughs> and, and people believe just went and bought one. They just went and bought one just to flex it. Like, what's right. up, son? Got my got LLC. The, got the incorporated. Right. Like, niggas type. And then that shit no just money blowing. <laughs> yeah. With no product to sell. Right. They just bought an LLC. Like, no game plan. No business yep. plan. No, no release. Just... Yep. LLC. So Even entrepreneurship. Could, yeah, you know, I could put myself on payroll. Yeah, but you have to <laughs> right. make revenue. You have to, to also do that. You yeah. have to pay. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's another thing, like how we said it's easier for Yo. artists these days to be an artist. It's also easy for people to make a business. You can get a logo made, you can get a website made. Yeah, all you can go to, like there's like free about. websites. There's exactly. like free websites that make a lot of that shit for you. Right. Exactly. And that's that's why it's so easy to do these things, but people don't put the work in. So when I talk about that, there's always got to be a good team behind somebody. Oh uh, yeah, teamwork makes a dream work. Right. And what to you makes a good team, like a successful team? Uh, depends on the business. If are we talking about like music? Yeah, we're back on music. Opinion? My fault. Yeah. Okay, we're... so music. All right, so music. What I essentially think makes a good team is all right. So you have your artist who is also basically the manufacturer of the product because mm. not only am I the face of the brand, but I'm also the person who makes the shit. Right. So you have your artist and then, you know, once you get bigger, you get other quote unquote manufacturers, ghostwriters, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, at the beginning artist, artist slash manufacturer. So you've got the look, boom, 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 boom. You're handling all that. 
I think a day-to-day manager or at least somebody who is handling your scheduling mm. um, is important. Um, I think somebody to help you with budgeting is important Yes. Um, because yeah. as an artist, you're, you want to flex. So mm. artists tend to spend more frivolously. Yep. Um, so because of that, I know, cause I just ordered a chain. Yep. And then I told my girl and she was like, why do you do things like this? <laughs> Bro, and it, and like, I was like, because baby, I'm busy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what to tell her, but that's right. just what it asked about me. You know what right, right. Like, so, so basically that's what it is. So we tend to spend more frivolously. So like yep. my shorty, I can't front, like that's my accountant. Yeah, that's my that's she handles my budgeting and she's like, yo, look, this is when you're planning on releasing da, 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 da. X mm-hmm. amount of dollars is going to go here. Scoo, 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 scoo. Boom. And yep. she writes this all out on a calendar for me. So then this way she has it in her planner and it's written down. It's already accounted for. It's budgeted. So that's important to have somebody who's scheduling yeah. uh, somebody who's budgeting and your accountant. Um, uh, I think what else is important? I mean, it is and isn't depending on, you know, your stature. I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's good to be on a team with other artists. Uh, the reason why I think it is, is because um, it's just easier to maintain consistency when you have more teammates. Mm. Yes. Like at me as a solo artist, I have to drop every fucking month yep. to maintain my consistency versus if I was on a team, as long yep. as I drop once, you drop the next month, he drops the next month. Yep. All my marketing trickles down to you and uh-huh. your marketing trickles down to me. It helps create this big ass snowball that's much easier. Granted, profits are also getting split because we're on no, a team. So that's the, yep. Yeah, that's the pros and the cons. But granted, when you need something done, it's much easier for everybody to throw down 200 bucks yep. to get your video shot versus having to come up with the 600 or whatever dollars it right. costs. Yeah, you know I mean, like my last video my last video almost cost me two racks. You feel me? And I had to do that dolo. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and that's, and artists also don't understand. They want these quality videos. And then when it comes to asking, they don't know, they don't want to pay the price. Yeah. When they don't want to pay the price. Save, you can save when you're making a song that, like, you know, it's going to be a smash right away is, or once when you hear it, it's like, fuck it, we're going to put this out June. Bro, ask the director if you can finance it. Yeah. I mean, if yo, if yo, like it ain't bro, they're, there ain't nothing oh. wrong with having good credit. Right. There ain't nothing wrong with having good credit. If you right. can finance that shit, bro, go finance it. If you got like a 650 credit score, you can finance almost anything. You can get a house, bro. What are you right. doing? You can right. finance anything at that point. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Ask that director, yo, if I keep if I give you $300 every two weeks, we'll throw this on Sezzle real quick or whatever. Right. Have to pay. <laughs> we'll do the like, thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, can we get it going? There's like, options. Yeah, like you just have to be able to you can't accept no for an answer. Like that's the thing. Like me, I don't accept I don't accept uh like if you tell me you're worth a certain price, as long as I can justify it in my brain, I'm not going to tell myself no. I'm going to tell myself how. Right. How do I get that? It's mm-hmm. not a matter of if I can, it's a matter of when. How long is it going to take me to get the bread I need to make sure that my shit looks like a fucking movie and not like something that was shot on my boy's Android? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's and that's the difference. That's that's a, that's a major key right there. Like, that's that's it. Like, because you, you're like I told you about your quality. I something anyone will come across your page or your, your material and see right away your quality. What's, is so, there. Fu- what's so funny? Why are you laughing? Sorry, why shorty cracking up over here? What's so funny? <laughs> Yo, it's similar. There we go. <laughs> she, yo, she be hating. <laughs> it's my shorty's friend hating on me because I posted like a picture like this on my Snapchat or some shit. Uh-huh. And she sent Dr. Evil <laughs> from, from fucking <laughs> from, Austin uh, Powers. Powers. <laughs> like, tell me this ain't similar. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. said, fuck yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your joke, bro. <laughs> no, nah, I really like that. But yeah, now that's that's definitely um, a big thing. That's that a lot of people got to understand is is people can't be scared to invest in their quality. If you Mm -hmm. know that your job requires quality perception, Mm -hmm. then you need to invest in quality. Like if you're a model, you're not going to take shitty pictures. Why? Because models don't take shitty pictures. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what the fuck it is. It's mm-hmm. uh, you can go for a vintage look. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's 
that's still a quality frame that is right. edited to ensure that it looks vintage or in a setting mm-hmm. in a you know what i mean like this shit requires work yeah you know what i'm saying like you don't just become a model because you're like oh my god snap a pick of me nah you gotta you gotta take real quality pictures you know what i'm saying right. like and if you're not aiming for quality then the type of content your type of content is gonna get scrolled past immediately yeah, yeah you know and i'm saying get their attention right away and that's as listen Honestly, like, I feel like you keep going at the pace you're going. You got, you got the sound, you got the studio, the studio performance is key. Appreciate you. And your studio. That's, that's my biggest thing. My Mm -hmm. biggest thing is, uh, as an artist, I tell, and I think every artist should totally take this into consideration, um, that if you strip away the perception, so I strip away the music video, I strip away the image Mm -hmm. and you just have me in your earbuds. You need to feel it. You need to believe what you're hearing. My job is to transfer emotion through audio. So like if I'm not painting a picture for you or or delivering that sound, like a lot of artists, I can almost tell when they're reading off of their phone. Yes. I can almost tell. <laughs> yep. I, can, I can hear it because there's no confidence in the delivery because they're reading. Yep. Me, I memorize everything before I go to the studio. Yep. Like when I go to the studio – like Gone B, for example, when I went there and I started writing that creative session, I had only come up with the hook mm-hmm. and it was an incomplete hook, but I already had the sound locked down. I right. took it home for another session, wrote all the lyrics, memorized the lyrics. Hold up. Yep. I memorized the lyrics. My bad. My boy was home. Dude. Um, <laughs> I took it home. I memorized the lyrics. Uh, I cleaned up the hook. And then when I went back, bro, I laid it down like, boom, it took me like. 45 minutes to lay that whole track down you know what i'm saying but that's because i had it memorized i had it ready like even the even my boy chini uh my engineer he was like damn billsy came to work today i was like yo you know the vibe bro like, you gotta be prepared because i'm trying to utilize my time like if i'm paying hundreds of dollars to come here i'm not right. here to waste my time bro i'm exactly. here to bang out like if i'm booking a four-hour session i'm leaving with three songs like right. that are mixed down and ready to bump in my whip Mm-hmm. Boy, you gotta stop calling me, fam. Yeah, and people people also Thank go to you, the studio. Rose, people go what to the studio and think it's a hangout session and and waste their time. It, it is not. You gotta go there and treat it. People are clocking in at nine to five every day. Once it's time to clock into the studio, they ain't as serious as they are working for somebody else. Yeah, you're not at home anymore. You're not at mm-hmm. home, and even if like even when I'm at home, like if I'm sitting in my zone writing, like yeah, I'll kick back. I might smoke an L, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm. I'm like locked in. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, I'm in my writing session. I got my Bluetooth speaker. I'm yep. ready. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my like Zen. So, mm-hmm. and that's what it is, but that's what it takes to run a business. You know yep. what I mean? It doesn't, you know what I mean? Strip away what it is, like whether it's music or not, like you need to be locked in, bro. Like nobody is going to make a business work unless you work it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so and that's just really what it is for me, bro. And that, that's that's a lot of this shit that I took into consideration during my time off. You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of getting the business side, the artist, the you know, sharpening my craft and mm-hmm. and just making sure I come with a a realistic sound. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I didn't want to do too I didn't want to like for me, I don't like doing anything that's too out of pocket. Like I won't um I won't do like crazy falsettos where I'm just like right that's just not my shit you know what i'm saying like not that i couldn't you know you sit me in a studio long enough with some l's and shit right i'm gonna come up with something that sound cool Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but i wanted to do something that not only could i make it sound dope in the studio but if i perform it live i won't need auto-tune on my vocals to sound like that you know what i'm saying like yeah i have auto-tune on those vocals but i don't need it you feel me like when i sing that in that range right um and toss it up yeah that's just a, you know mm-hmm. it just adds that little pizzazz yep. on it you know what i'm yep. saying uh you know and that's and that's just it's what happens when people who aren't tone deaf use auto-tune right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you could tell like you get a lot of that yep. <laughs> yep. from yep. people who are and that's why your shit is hitting them notes right it's not all over the place and that's how i know you are really hitting them vocals yeah, bro. And that's that, bro. That's from just growing up in the church. You know what I'm saying? I grew up in an era of male singing groups. You know what I mean? Boys to Men, 112. Yep. You had like Brian McKnight, who was insane, bro. 
Um, so yeah, just a lot of like male vocalists and then growing up in the church and stuff like that, that's, you know, that's where I got a lot of my vocal, mm -hmm. uh, R, R. Kelly was real big when I was young, you know, I grew up in church. Uh, I was on the choir. RIP to his career and shit. Yeah, you know he, saying, he was a wild boy. Matter yeah. of fact, while we here, do you believe that R. Kelly did that? That he pissed on some girl? Oh no, that he like like was a pedophile. Like he did wild shit. Um, bro, I don't. You know what? I really don't know, bro. I mean, <laughs> there's a video of him pissing on some girl. You feel yeah, me? no, and, and now Dave and and Dave Chappelle like took that to a right. whole other level. <laughs> so like, like if we know he pisses on girls, like can we just really like exclude anything else after that right. like but let me like, tell you bro, something like to me you already did the worst like it's <laughs> one thing that you hollering at young bitches it's another thing right. that you're pissing on them already like right. we know you piss on them dog like but i would tell so, you that some girls like that shit it will, uh, yeah, bro yeah that's a whole that's like what? a whole section that has its own it, section on sites and shit you feel me like yeah i don't know that's that's weird i'm gonna ask you this last question and um so you mentioned like um energy a couple times through here in a different way so are you spiritual in a way like you you mentioned like um what's it called when you give and you get back um uh karma like good karma yeah shit like that like what is your belief in that area like i know you said you went to church like what is it that keeps you going it has to be something higher you know what i'm saying so sorry i'm telling my girl something but um so for me so I, I i was raised in a catholic church mm -hmm. um granted you know as i became an adult like i kind of not necessarily grew away from it but like catholicism was like real strict and i was just like right i was like i i think i gear if i like i believe in god and i'm mm -hmm. geared more towards like i would think i'm geared more towards christianity mm -hmm. a little more lenient I like the fact that they got pastors. Pastors are like real people. They're not like priests that like right. touch altar boys and shit. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're like, like these niggas get pussy. So they know right. what temptation right. really is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like for a priest, temptation is that kid in the robe going, ding, 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 right. ding. Like yeah. that's, bro, don't talk to me about temptation. You right. ain't never seen no bitch in a sundress. Right. On a, with no panties on, dog. You don't even talk to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you live you live in a coven dog don't uh -huh. talk to me. but the pastor who got like three kids i'm like oh you know what temptation is yeah, like, my yeah. man you know what real life is mm -hmm. seven just seven sorry she's nice. asking me a question um but um i feel like I you're more say? spiritual and more energy like i feel like there's really no religion um it's not really yeah for me it's a positive it's a positivity right. thing right. um for me like yeah, like when I when I like that's my beliefs, my religious beliefs. But like for me, life, like life wise, right. to me, I just try to live life positively. Like, um, and what I mean by that is, you know, uh, I mean not just being a fucking negative Nancy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, yo, everybody has bad days, bro. Yep. And and you should be grateful that you're awake to possibly turn this fucking bad day around. Like, hmm. don't let a, don't let a bad moment ruin. Like you're letting this ruin this. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that to yourself. You feel me? That's how you stumble into depression and all this extra shit. You know what I'm saying? Like where there is a will, there is a way like that right. is not bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like that is like, yo bro, if you awake and you're alive, you can change your life. Yep. You could you could literally change your shit right now. Right. Get up, get the fuck up and do something about it. You know what I mean? So I really believe in that. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's moments my girl just be like, I don't know what we're going to do. And I'm like, yo, listen, we going to figure it out. No matter what, we going to figure it out. Like, right. I promise you, this roof is going to stay over our heads. This lights are going to stay on. The water is going to work and the bills yep. will be paid. And I promise you that's always going to happen. Don't worry about it. Where We will always figure it out. I don't care how tight money is. Well, I'll go get money if I got to go get it. I, whatever we got to do, I'll make it happen. Like, don't worry about it. So I am very on a, I'm the type of nigga that don't worry about problems. I worry about solutions. You feel me? Mm -hmm. You can sit here and worry about the problems, but the problems are always going to be problems if you're sitting there worrying about the problems. If you ain't oh. worrying about how to fix them, mm -hmm. then they're never going to go away. Yep. So, yep. um, and that just, bro, that type of lifestyle for me, I just learned that just through, that was through my whole slump. 
through my whole taking a break shit. You feel right. me? Like, you know, you go through a lot where you're, you know, you're self, uh, you're going through a lot of like self-reflection. You're going yep. through a lot of growing, healing kids, make you grow up super fast. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The first Kid, sure. My, my <laughs> kids definitely taught me that my kids, mm -hmm. my, I, I have to, honestly, I have to give the credit to my kids, man. Cause, um, they because they exist i don't have time to dwell on personal problems wow that's powerful because because who gives a fuck as long as my kids are good dude who cares right. you know yeah. what i'm saying that's how i feel that's how i feel yeah if my it's, kids are fed no. clothed taken care of bro yeah oh my song didn't blow up oh it didn't get thirty thousand. <laughs> who the fuck cares right. bro my kids is good yeah. That's all that really mattered to me. You feel me? At the end of the day, when it comes down to it, oh shit, I got into a car accident. Nigga, who cares? My kids are fine. Right. And my how my bills are paid. Like but it is. If the home you, know I mean? you got a happy home, you got a happy life. Yeah, that's really what it is, bro. You you know what I mean? And that's and and that to me is more important than anything else. You know what I mean? My kids gave me, they gave me clarity. My kids gave mm. me the means and the will to uh not dwell within problems and let them restrain you from doing the shit you need to do you know what i'm saying like That's a lot of people so a lot of people a lot of people quick to just throw the towel in you know what i'm saying right. and when you got kids there is no towel to throw in bro mm -hmm. it's life or death that's it for me you feel yep. me there is no it's it's bro. The only thing that's gonna stop me from taking care of my kids is a bullet right here. And, yep. and you better hope you don't miss. <laughs> right. You feel me? Like right. <laughs> you feel me? Like yep. that's just what it is. When you got kids, you you um you just gain a different level of um a level of like energy, bro. You just like it just you know, you gain this level of love mm -hmm. for another life that is beyond anything else, that is beyond anything that has existed. And yep that to me was just life-changing, you know what I'm saying? And then just kind of having everything fall into place as it happened, you know what I'm saying? Like I had my son, um, I met, uh, the girl that I'm currently with right now. Um, mm -hmm. my future fiance, uh, mm -hmm. she was just really dope. You know what I'm saying? I've been working really hard to get the aspects of my life all in order. You know what I'm saying? Love life, family, business, you know what I mean? It all just started falling into place. Yeah, kind of, and of course, you know, there's still speed bumps on the way. Right, you know of what I'm course, saying? as as every human comes across, mm -hmm. but you know, I've been just really fucking content. I've been really happy with where I am, which gave me once again that mental clarity to go, "Yo, I'm gonna do this fucking music shit." And yep. now that I know, now that I know my relationship is Gucci, because you know, like when you're single and you're doing music and shit like that, you know, you get a lot of this thrown at you and. Yep. Oh, what's up? Here's some titties and da da da. Be my man. You get all this extra dumb shit thrown at you. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's all distraction. You know what I'm saying? You trying to mix pleasure and business. Yeah. That's just, they don't work out. So just end up like my, a lot of time. Yeah. It's a lot of time mm -hmm. wasted. So now that my relationship and my, you know, my love life is squared away, I don't have that that distraction with right. the music shit. Like I could blow up tomorrow and there's going to be bitches going, Oh my God, Johnny Bill, saw my titties. It don't even matter to me. You feel me? Like <laughs> right. that shit is. Like, I'm just not in that mentality anymore where, like, you know, the pussy is, like, Jedi mind-tricking yep. me. Like, that just is not a thing anymore. So, mm -hmm. like, because I got that squared away, my priorities are handled. So, yeah, bro, like, it was just a lot of, you know, a lot of things just kind of doing this and getting me to the point where, you know, I felt ready to to really give this a fucking try you know what i'm saying yeah. and you know i'm coming up to like you know older age like i'm 27 so it's like mm -hmm. you know let's fucking go you right know what I'm saying? Like, honestly I, you didn't you didn't miss a step like you you came back and you're even higher than you were the growth is real like it's it's it seems like it. everything that, that's happened to you happened for a reason and and you're at a good mental spot mental space to where you can create dope yeah, shit. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. And I think that's important for anybody who's especially in a creative field, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like you got to have your mental on check like Yes. Uh mental health is fucking important. I don't mean to just like throw that in there. Like I know it's a big thing. It's like a 2021 hot button hashtag right. <laughs> mental health like uh -huh. No, nah, that shit is real. That shit yep. is real. Like and I'm not a therapist, but like you feel me? I just feel like 
You know, like I hear people who go see therapists and I hear the therapist tell them things that I'd be like saying all the time that I'm just like, yo, bro, like it is, you got to be good here to to get forward, to move forward. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's important, man. It's definitely important. You know what I mean? Priorities, important, you know, taking care of oneself, whether it's mental, physical, uh, all that stuff is important. You know what I mean? Just, Just making sure you're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking be good. You know what I mean? Don't be depressed. Like that shit's going to hold you back. And, mm-hmm. you know, don't worry about that extra shit, man. Just get what you got to get done. That's just that's that, what it is. And that mentality got to where you at right now. Business owner, musician, artist, yes, sir. father, soon to be yes, husband. Sir. Yeah, you know, soon to be husband. <laughs> some girl. Ah. Word. Like it's All that positivity. A whole to marry the fuck out you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to marry the fuck out you. <laughs> That's how, yeah. you, that's how they gotta start pulling up on them now. Yo, facts. Yo, what's up, girl? Run me that finger real quick. Swap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even finna get on a knee. I'm just gonna right. say, like, yo, run that shit. You know what I'm saying? Run that last name. Switch it now. You know what I mean? Like, but that's the facts. mentality you gotta have, and that's where you're at right now. You put out a smash, gonna be out now, everywhere. Appreciate Johnny you. Bills, what is he? You know what I'm saying? And um, We'll just wrap it up here. Is there anything else um, coming soon that you want your people and everyone is watching to know? So, yeah, definitely stay tuned. Like my man's AC, the God, once again, thank you, bro. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like once, uh, once again, like you said, going to be out every platform. You heard it from the, you heard it from the God's mouth. It's a smash. So, you know what I mean? Take my man's word for it. That's it's definitely fact. something to check out. It got some good summer vibes. Like it's definitely mm-hmm. seeming like something that's gonna hold uh hold its time. I don't feel like it's gonna be something that's just gonna oh shit. Yep. My bad, my 20% shit. Just nah, pop up. Good. Give me a second. Uh but yeah, I feel like it's something that's definitely gonna hold its uh its time. It's gonna be something that uh, you know, it, it, it's not gonna just fall off real quick. Um upcoming though. Bro, I got so many songs in the tug. You know, I'll be sending you the exclusives. So, so, uh, yeah, my next song that I'm dropping is going to be Revival. That's going to be my April release. Uh, Yeah, that's going to be my April release. I'm planning on getting a video shot by We Live TV. So, shout out Tim Foster. You already know Sticky sticky Money. If you don't know who he is, definitely get familiar because the man's got bars Mm -hmm. and his camera game is nice. So, definitely tap in. Um, but yeah, man, that's gonna be my upcoming release. I got like the next like four or five months planned. So we got the exclusive, the the exclusive um tell all on that one. Revival coming out April. Yeah, you know the vibes. (laughs) You know the vibes. Revival's dropping in April. Like I said, you know what I mean. I I was I was quiet for a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I mean they they might have said I fell off, but Johnny Bills is back. Yeah, yeah, back. Back. I'm back in action, baby. That's me? a fact. Well, um, I do appreciate you spending some time with us, man. And um, everybody that ain't tuned in, find them on Instagram at Johnny underscore Bills. You already know the one and only. Don't get fooled by any of the fakes. It's Billsy, baby, the one and only. And that's a fact. Thank you. You all in tune with Johnny Bills. Thank y'all. <laughs> I love-